What's going on, everybody? You welcome to Who You Got with Amrado is a sports podcast where we talk favorite sports, base, sport highlights, and sports matchups. And I just want to make sure you guys like the video below if you're watching right now. And if you guys are checking us out on the podcast, listening along, you guys can check us out on Apple, Spotify, we're everywhere, Google Podcasts as well. Um, also, if you're checking us out on Facebook, write a comment below. We love to hear what you guys got to say while we're talking about whatever topic we're on. And also, if you guys have predictions of your own or different questions, ask us. And if you really want to ask us uh, questions that we put on the podcast, check out our Patreon right now. We got some cool things out there for you guys. You can ask us questions. You can do some general support. Also, if you sign up with us for three months, six months, and nine months, then you got like some really cool merch out there. And you guys can find us on our personal pages, Instagram at the iconic dude and mellow. You're at that's right. That's right. And today we got a awesome topic for you guys today, right, Mello? Oh, yeah, yeah. You already know what it is. It's our weekly NFL episode. And we just capped up week four, going into week five. Yep. And the NFL is looking very spicy right now. Tell, Tell me about, about it, bro. Tell me, Tell about, me about it. It's looking amazing, honestly. Yep. And then some teams that uh, a lot of hype, hype behind that are now uh, basically shit in the bag. So it's definitely a lot to talk about in this episode. So we got a few topics as well as obviously a couple who you got. Exactly. Definitely got to give you those predictions. And it's been so exciting these last few weeks of the NFL. I know there's been some injuries that we can also throw in that we could talk about. But it's been really exciting watching everything going on. That's true. I mean, you got like some top dogs like the Philadelphia Eagles right now showing out at 4-0. and Obviously, Kansas City Chiefs are doing what they got to do. I mean, teams even out there like uh, the, I mean, the Bills, you got to give it to them. You know, they're doing their thing, even though they're going through some injuries. And shouldn't we just uh, get into the topic at hand right now? Um, the Bills, they've been playing pretty well the last few weeks. I know they got one loss under their record. And you saw in week four playing against Baltimore. They went against Lamar Jackson, the pretty much the best dual threat quarterback, and it was an amazing comeback win. Exactly. So what did you think about that game? Tell me a little about it. And what do you think about the Bills' offense specifically? Do you think that they're really legit, and do you believe in them going the rest of the season? I mean, yeah, that, that's definitely what I, I really want to talk about today, man, that Bills' offense. Yeah. Yes. Came back uh, with a lot of help from uh, the Baltimore offense. Uh, True. With a couple of turnovers in the second half. Um, and then obviously a 17 point disgusting outing against Miami. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, playing against the practice team defense when your offense was almost fully intact. Yeah, it was bad. Right. So basically, uh, when when it comes to the Bills' offense uh, right now, the defense slowed it down as best as it could. Yeah. Um, and like I said, what I really want to focus on is, is that offense. Right, right, right. So what do you think about them, their offense? How do you really expect them to do like the rest of the year? And what do you really see from them? Because I know for me, like I definitely expect them to do some real good things. This year, uh, I really expect this offense to actually step it up. I know right now that they're not really playing as best as they can be, but you know, as far as uh, as far as them, you know, coming back and coming back to the game in Baltimore, they came back from two touchdowns down. You know, that's tough. Especially, I know, I know that. The Ravens don't have the toughest secondary, but their front seven is pretty tough. And you definitely saw that the Bills, you know, they can come in in a game like that and win a tough game, which this is probably going to be a playoff matchup for sure. Um, as far as 
like their overall offense going out throughout the season though i really don't believe in their um running back ability i know they got singletary out there and they're they're doing something with moss as well um i just i don't necessarily believe in them 100 percent. you know the thing is with with them it's going to be interesting to watch if uh you know if they're able to really get another young running back i know zach moss has been going in there but they got another guy that they picked up in the sixth round Hopefully, he starts going back in. I know they still got Matt Breida, but they really got no running game other than Josh Allen, though. What do you really think about them, though? Uh, pretty yeah. much. I, I believe you got very two high-end receivers, Stephon Diggs and Gabriel sure. Davis. Uh, Gabriel That's for sure. Be a little underrated, but he does he does got a chance for uh, uh, improvement. And I think they got very good options at the slot with Crowder and McKenzie. Uh, both of them are very speedy uh, route runners, uh, good separation, yep. uh, find ways to yep. get yards after the catch um decent middle of the pack offensive line uh, but for the most part you don't see josh allen running for his life and w- one of the best dual threats in the league he's actually been able to manage when he does uh, get that pocket uh to fold on him so at the end of the day you pretty much said it best the issue is that running game uh, i've been saying it for years now uh, you cannot be uh have that Josh Allen cannot be your best runner, and that's going to sustain you in the playoffs. That is just not going to work. Um, every year, they pretty much they find ways to get deep. Um, last year, I know that that Kansas City fluke, um, you know, they were right there. Um, but they they find ways to get the ball moving. But it seems like uh, defenses know how to pretty much crash yep. that pocket, and and, the, and the, not not crash that pocket, but pretty contain much him, either yeah. contain Josh, contain yeah, and break the pass. Um, so they don't they don't get forced to pretty much stack the box because there's no there's no threat when it comes to real running uh, besides Josh Allen. Um, so yeah, that's definitely you know one of my biggest concerns. Obviously, Ken Dorsey is a the new man in town. A, a lot of new play calling. Um, right now, I, I hope he has a little bit of a of a chill right. pill. I know we've seen that video of him <laughs> slamming that tablet. Slamming it, bro. Uh, He's slamming ago. it, bro. He hates like, losing. That was he hates losing. Hilarious. <laughs> Definitely hates losing, um, but that was a hundred percent on him. So. They didn't move that so. ball, not nowhere near well enough, um, and that comes down from the running game. Miami just played the pass all night, and truthfully, besides the first half of yep. Baltimore game, yep. that was the most I've seen them those receivers get get shut right. down and stuck. That makes sense. Like right. it was actually uh, Baltimore first half, they really found a way to shut them down. But uh, Miami, uh, obviously, they had a lot of people going in and out with the heat and all that. But then the Miami defense found a way to pretty much stay stuck to who they needed to. And um, I don't know. So do you think this offense uh, can win a Super Bowl the way that it is right now? No injuries or anything like that. Um, Obviously, all receivers. uh, But but basically, um, like you said, Devin Singletary is a star running back starting running back on that team that's not that great at the end of the day he wants to Florida Atlantic for a reason um they got Zach Moss uh but he's like another not that great running back and obviously we all love the name behind James Cook um out of Georgia you know Dalvin's little brother but we definitely got to see what he has to offer potential now he might be that that person um but at the end of the day until they get an all-star or a pro um, pretty much uh, a pro level, like an all pro yeah, level um, back. running back in the back. Yeah. Until they do that, I think that they're going to continue to have some holes. Um, so the question is, do you think the Bills can get to and win the Super Bowl with, with their offense as I it mean, is? See, this is a tough question for me because honestly, if the question was worded differently, if the team is like, oh, can make it to the Super Bowl, then yeah, honestly, if you look at the team as a whole, their defense is stacked right now. They really don't need much help on defense. I know that Micah Hyde just got injured. I think it might be for the season as well. That's that's a that's a tough. I loss think it is too. In the secondary. <clears throat> but they're getting they're getting yeah, white they're getting back soon, which is going to be huge as well. Tre'Davious White is amazing in the secondary. So that's the thing. I think that secondary and that defense is going to be top three. That. I still think they're going to be top five, actually. Um, but that's the thing. That, the way that the question is worded, do you think that the offense is going to take him to the Super Bowl? Do I really? I think that their passing offense can take him to far and definitely in the playoffs. But Top 10 in the last two probably years. Probably going to be top five this year, like as far as overall offense. But that's 
Oh, he's, he's throwing, throwing like bro. 4,500 yards. He is he's throwing. Passing like 600. I mean, sorry, running for 300 yards. Josh Allen, that is. Obviously, the other running backs are splitting at least four to 500 yards each. So they're averaging, you know, almost four or five yards a carry. So they're doing their own thing. Um, I just worry about, you know, them in the playoffs because the one thing that travels in the playoffs is running backs you know running game and defense they need a running and game if they play at home i think that that's gonna help them a little bit but maybe not even because if it's in december january it's gonna be cold out in their buffalo and you're not gonna want to throw the ball like that much so i do think that they're gonna need to step up that running game maybe devin Singletary's is gonna take over a little bit more i don't know it's gonna be tough but do i think that they can make it to the super bowl with this offense yeah easily i think that they're top five offense as constructed right now with that running game like a little bit better if they get it stacked up a little bit i think they could be top one top two yeah now i would have to agree say about <clears throat> the running game and watching them um yeah i like the the james cook pick but watching them not spend uh any money trying to get a back in the offseason, and they had a few decades. They don't need a star star. You just need a, a decent back. Um, but I still think that the offense, not not every Super Bowl winning offense have been all the way put together, you know. And they definitely got a lot of key pieces. And the only weakness we can really point to um, is honestly that running back. So I definitely do think, uh, especially in the AFC, uh, when you got pretty much offensive teams to worry about, not defensive teams, I definitely do think uh, that they can uh, make it to the Super Bowl. Um, now, winning the Super Bowl, it all depends on what defensive juggernaut they 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 beat because there's a lot of good defensive teams in the NFC. Um, and right now, it might be too soon to tell. Like, I'm not going to say or act like I think the 49ers are going to make the Super Bowl, but that's one of the – they're playing really good defense right now. And uh, imagine the Bills playing a team like that in the Super Bowl they're done be not being able to worry about the run. Um, that's going to be some problems for the Bills. So I definitely think they can make it to the Super Bowl. Um, whether or not they can win the Super Bowl with that offense, um, obviously it all depends on what team they face. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. But I'll be honest, the way that they played in the first game against the Rams, I'll be honest, they looked amazing. They look like a Super Bowl team right there. And the Rams have a good yeah. defense. Obviously, Aaron Donald can do his thing. I mean, but the Rams they didn't even look like themselves they as well. Didn't, but that was mostly on offense at first. Like, we, we couldn't score points in the beginning. And our defense actually looked okay, in, you know, most of the game. But towards the end of the game, we started let, letting it go. But I do think that a team like San Francisco, if they were to make it, they do have Nick Bosa, who is my defensive player of the year this year. I already called, uh, like, earlier in the year when we had our episode about our, you know, awards. I'm thinking that if they make it – it's going to be an even game. I, I do think that I take the Bills easily over San Fran. I know that that defense is stacked. Well, uh, but. I would take that because at that point we don't trust San Fran's offense. Um, but I just brought them, for example, because right now I personally think they have, uh, when it comes to just in-your-face stuffing everything you try type of defense right now four weeks in. Uh, they probably are not the best stat-wise. Actually, I think they might be the best stat-wise, truthfully. Um, but they're they're looking very they're looking good. Great, um, sure. So I just picked that defense. But like as a team as a whole, there's not many teams in the NFC who will have a defense that could scare the Bills as well as an offense. Yeah. I mean, the, the so, Eagles... Yeah, so they, they might still be a favorite in, in, a, in a few teams, you know, over a Super Bowl pick when it comes to them being in the AFC against a team in the NFC. So I, I don't say that the 49ers would necessarily beat them, but they definitely would would uh, need a defense that know what they're doing. And I think the the NFC got some. I don't think the AFC has See, them. I will agree with you there, right there. I'll agree with that because I do think that the AFC has no defense really. Other Maybe like the Raiders have a slight defense, but even them – you can't really trust them, but as far as the NFC, I think the Eagles are great on defense. Their front four is amazing. Obviously, they got Darius Slater out there in the secondary. I do think the Saints have a good defense. If they could make it in the playoffs, I'm not sure about that, but I definitely right. agree with you. With uh, obviously Dallas as well. I forgot that. Cowboys got it. I was, gotta, I was say, just about yeah. to say Cowboys got a good defense. Yeah, out, yeah. Obviously, another guy for defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons. At the end of the day, Rams get it together. They got the names on that roster. Bro, we do. We definitely do. I mean, Taylor Rapp has been balling out for the Rams. I know Aaron Donald's. I saw what he did even yesterday when we were watching Rams versus 49ers Monday night. I was, was saying, he looked good. He did. He did. Yeah. Obviously, our offense was the issue. And uh, with the Rams, 
the week one, we had the issue against the Bills with our offense. Same with against the 49ers. And I just think that the Bills are not going to have these type of issues. Right now, they're looking very consistent. They're able to score points. Yeah. They're really doing their thing right now. I got to give it to them. Um, I do think that that offense can't take him far and possibly to a Super Bowl run for sure. Like a Super Bowl run for sure. And I do give them at least the AFC, you know, conference uh, game. But we'll see if they yeah, nah, I definitely give them uh, the AFC because at the end of the day, they're going to have a way better defense than most teams they'll face. Um, and they still going to have a better offense than most teams they face. There's about two teams that can come close to matching their offensive output. Um, but none of those teams come close when it comes to the defense. And then the one team you mentioned, um, the Raiders, that has a good defense, at the end of the day, uh, we don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs to even be a factor into the conversation to affect the Bills. Right. And we might as well uh, just segment right into that because that's actually uh, one of the conversations I wanted to have today. And I'll let you actually lead and take this off. Uh, the Raiders, man, uh, 0-3, finally got something going, but it's not looking too good for them in a very tough division. The question is, can the Raiders make the playoffs at this point? Well, I'll be honest, like, I I didn't have them, you know, winning this division. I I definitely didn't. Right, right. I will say that I had them uh, in second place in this division, you know, at the end of the year. I had them going to the playoffs, yeah. too. I, I thought that they were going to at least compete with uh, – oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Now that I think no, about we it. No, we had them third. Yeah, we both had them third because I, I had uh, Chargers. Oh, you had Chargers. Crazy. I had Chiefs. But we both agreed that we thought all three teams yeah, yeah. I did have t them at were like going to get to the playoffs. So yeah. with them, it's, it, it's tough to watch because, like, the first few games, they had a chance to win those, and those came down to the fourth quarter. So really, they, they could honestly be 3-1 and one if you look at it. They, they're yep. losing some close games. Yep. That offense is looking legit. You know, they definitely are doing – obviously, Devontae Adams is doing work, and Josh Jacobs is uh, – Balling out, out of control. Finally had a rate grade. Really has. He was a little stagnant, but he finally like really broke finally off broke this out. week. Definitely, Derek Carr is not really throwing interceptions, which is one thing that he always had a problem with. Uh, which is a good thing to good thing to see from him. Um, and if if that defense can honestly look defenses, we're talking about them. They're keeping teams to very low uh, scores. Like I I read the stat that they're the only team in the NFL that has kept every team under twenty eight points. Um, or yeah. In every game they've had, they've had under 28 points on the opposite team. So that's pretty good, you know, especially right now with the higher scores going on. And they're the only team to do that. I do think that that defense could step mm -hmm. it up and hold them down in a few games because they got a few tough games in that division that they might, they might even be closer. They might lose them. I mean, even like uh, the Broncos, you can't really trust them now. In the beginning of the season, a lot of people were giving them credit, but you can't trust them that much now. So really with the Raiders, I do think that it's going to be a long haul for them. It's going to be a long season. They're going to have a lot of ups and downs. I do see them going on like a little streak in the middle of the season, maybe a five-game winning streak that they're going to pick themselves back up for a little bit because that offense can honestly hold it down for them. Just like we were talking about the Bills, that, that offense could take them far. Oh, yeah. I do think that the Raiders' offense could take them far. It's just if their defense could play along with them. And as of right now, they are. They're just losing some close games. And there's some heartbreakers. They really are. So uh, with them, I just think that you have to wait for them to really catch their stride on offense. And by the middle of the season, you'll see that they're they're going to they're gonna be uh, fighting over that second spot in the AFC West. See, so do you... Do you have them make them playoffs? So as far as making the playoffs, um, the odds are against them. Being one and three, it's, it's definitely against them. There's seventy five percent to not make the playoffs, but I think that they are going to make the playoffs. Um, and the, the way that I'm looking at the AFC right now, there's a few um, divisions that you got at least three teams that are not going to make it. So I do think that this division could have three teams in it. Even if they make it at nine and seven, that could be a possibility with them. So, you know, I, I do see them making it still. What about you though? So, I don't know. There's a lot of things uh, that play into action here. Um, one of them, just like you said, the own three record. Uh, not many teams. I think only six made it to the playoffs. After that, last time we seen it uh, was in 2018 with the Houston uh, Texans. Um, so, right there, it's already not looking good. Uh, but pretty much uh, another one... <laughs> 
Everyone loves Josh McDaniels, but uh, at the end of the day, that uh, this week was his first win since 2010. Damn. He has been one in ten the last eleven games as ha- as a head coach. That's tough. Um, so last year uh, they had a lot going on. Uh, I remember last year they lost a lot of close games. Right now we see that same thing. You mentioned the first two games, there was plenty of chances to where it really could have went one way or the other. Right. Um, last year they went seven and two. And one score games, and four of them were overtime wins. They basically are looking like they have to do the same exact thing. And now, why you might think like I I, I forgot what team it was that uh, it was another team from last year that kept doing the same thing. They the Bengals. It was the Bengals. I'm like the Bengals did well, but a lot of the games they won were one score games. Right now they started off 0 and 2, and it looked like they were going to be on the other side of that. Yeah, court. they were almost always three. The Raiders this year looking like they're going to be on the other side of that, winning or losing close games. Um, and the reason why I say this, while the offense does look like it's kind of clicking, at the end of the day, I do think that their biggest issue and their biggest red flag is their red zone offense. Um, they basically went inside the 26 times against the Titans with only two touchdowns. They had uh, three drives and in the field goal, uh, interception in the end zone. And at this point, they're only six for 13 uh, in the first three weeks. Uh, not not looking too good when it comes to scoring in the red zone. When it comes to you barely winning or losing games by one score and you can't punch in the ticket when you're down in the 20, you're going to lose those games. And that's why, while they definitely look great this week, the first three weeks, they, while, and there's good takeaways from certain key players, I, I'll be honest, I personally didn't think that offense looked cohesive um, at all. And the one thing we said last year, after all the coaching issues, we they didn't have their identity. We thought this year they got McDaniels. It's going to be specific. He's going to want to do what he want to do. At this point, it's looking like the same exact thing from last season. They're going to start off bad, struggling to do what they're supposed to do because they don't know if they're a running team. They don't know if they're a West Coast team. They don't know if they're throwing deep threats. Um, the defense is going to kind of hold it down, and towards the end of the season, they're going to get hot. Last year, they what played the last game of the season to get into the playoff, playoff yeah. spot. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think this year, they're just going to miss out. Like I said, we got the Chargers looking better. The Chiefs, obviously, the Chargers and Chiefs are going to take that division. And at this point, um, there's a lot of other teams in the AFC that aren't looking too bad. Or there's a lot of better teams that didn't have the best start to where you all are going to be fighting for playoff spots at the end. And the fact that you're not going to be a division one, like it's going to be hard. So I definitely think uh, at this point, one and three, it sucks to say because it's so like we really got like still got seventy five percent of the season. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm gonna say no. Mm, see, I don't, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. And I, I did, I did, and that's the thing. I think it's just the same recipe from last year. I think they're literally gonna do the same exact thing. Start off a little rough. They might go one and one and one, one and one the next few games. Going on a nice little win streak, but it's just not going to be enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that point that you said because their their uh, conference is definitely getting better. Obviously, you, you got the Chargers that are definitely going to get better, and I mean, even the Broncos they did bring in Russell Wilson, so they're hoping to get better. But and now you and now you start losing in in those close division that's what games. I was say they still got four games against Kansas City and uh, and the Chargers, so those are going to be some tough games for sure. Um, and you might lose that last one um, in a division two. At the end of the day, like that that win against the Broncos was a wake up call. But we still haven't seen the Broncos wake up. So I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna just randomly choose the Raiders over Broncos the next time they play. Yeah, I don't know. I still, I still give the the Raiders because the no, right now we will. But like I said, the Broncos might start playing they good could. too. I mean, they got Javante out, so they finally might start giving uh, Melvin. I think that whole issue with they don't know who's to start running back was stupid because Javante was better. Right, right. Melvin's still Melvin's getting paid a lot they more. Give him the touches. He's getting paid a lot more. Right, and that was their issue. And that's what they was like. So now that I think they might actually might start to find some identity right. because your running back only do what he can do. Russell got to the rest. True. You know? Um it's so, just that I definitely agree with you that you know the Broncos are it's not a sure win, but 
with, with them, I just can't trust them at all right now. With Russell Wilson, he can't really get that offense going that much. Um, they really only got Cortland Sutton out there. But as far as the Raiders, I do think that they can get their offense going. I mean, like I said, they lost two games by pretty much a field goal in the end of the game. So they could easily be 3-1 and one right now. We could be talking about a totally different team. I do think that uh, a 3 or 1-3 and three start is tough. And it's tough to get out of, uh, to get yourself back into the playoffs. But I do think now that they added that extra team to the playoff format, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's some team I think that it's a little bit easier. So I, I do think that um, even though teams like the Jaguars are getting better and, and obviously, like I said, the Chargers, who I think is going to be the winner of this division, I do think that you're going to see that the, the Raiders are going to pick it back up because they got too good of an offense not to, honestly. Yeah. And, and if – Nah. If they don't. Yeah, they got potential. If they don't, then I don't know how much longer Derek Carr is going to stay there. I mean, but think about it. How many years have the the Raiders team had the personnel, but just can't seem to get it to work? True. I mean, last year they had problems, you know, with the whole John Gruden thing. That, that but they on. they they had they had Carr. I want to say Josh and Amari. If it wasn't Josh, they, they still had, had Josh, another running back that was decent. Davis, it was yeah. Josh, yeah. Ago, and that was when he really was at his peak, when we thought, oh, he's about to be the next. It was before we we thought he was going to be Jonathan Taylor, basically. Like, we thought he was going to be that next he, guy. He did play great last year. It's just they had no uh, – I mean, other than Hunter Renthrow, they had nobody else to throw to. Um, so it was it was really tough for him. That's why, I mean, Hunter Renthrow, he went for like 1,500 yards last year, and that was really good as a receiver. But you saw that they still picked up the number one – receiver in Devontae Adams because they needed another guy um I do think that you know they went through a lot last year as far as like their coach getting changed up and all the attention being on them but you know Derek Carr has never been the top quarterback in NFL at one point he had a six game stretch this was three years ago when he had a six game stretch in the beginning of the season where people were looking at him as the MVP and then he got injured and then the rest of the season you know obviously he wasn't there so Nobody talked about him, but since then, he's never had, like, a, a career, like, moment or really a season moment where you're looking at him and it's like, yeah, he's the guy that's going to take this team to the next level. Um, so, honestly, I, I do agree that he might not be that guy to, to push him over that hump, but I do think that with the team they got constructed right now, they could they could make it to 9-7 and seven or 10-6. and six. Um, and I'm sorry, 9-8 uh, and eight or 10-7 and seven and make it into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna get to ten and seven. Right, right. Yeah, I mean it. So I mean that like means they only could lose four more games. What do you got them at? Like nine and uh, I got them eight, eight, eight and nine. nine. Yeah, just missing out. Just yeah. missing out. Just missing out. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. But that means they can only lose four more games. It's a good point. I don't see them winning every two out of three games. I, I think they might go on a stretch of like five. So we'll see. We'll see. They they have a pretty easy schedule like coming up uh, after their bye they got a pretty easy schedule so I I think that you know they they have a chance to to you know show out a little bit but you see that Josh Jacobs is doing a little bit better now you see that you know Derek Carr is not not really throwing interceptions even to a tough defense in Tennessee um, so I, I I give him a chance I give him a chance but it's a slight chance like I don't I don't trust yeah. him, but I'll give him a chance to make it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the chance and shut that door and say, say no. <laughs> but you know, going from a team that's had a disappointing start, you know, and obviously the Raiders, going let's go to a team that had an amazing start, surprising start, incredible start. The Eagles. As much as I hate to admit it, there's only one team that's undefeated left yeah, in the man. in the NFL, and at this point. How serious do we take the Eagles, man? Because four and zero, and they're looking good. Um, obviously not perfect, and we'll talk about it. Um, but here's one thing I want to say: like, barring any real injuries, like they have a pretty decent, easy schedule. Uh, they beat two teams that you would think they would have trouble with. That was the Vikings, and truthfully, people might not want to admit it, but last week's team uh, uh, game versus the Jaguars, like the Jaguars, is a pretty decent team now. Like, we didn't expect I much did. from them, Remember but they always had a decent defense. <laughs> and that offense is clicking right now. Uh, so, and that was a team the Eagles beat. So, right now, uh, they might go undefeated till Thanksgiving. Oh, wow, that's a big claim, bro. Wow, that's like 8 or 10 and 0 or something like that. 8 and 0 or 10 and 0. Wow. And not only that, I don't see them being 
an underdog in any games for the next two months. Man. Maybe the Packers Christmas Day. Yeah, that's that's a big game. Christmas Day. I mean, are they playing? That's gonna be a big game. Or are they playing at at the Packers? I think they're playing at Lambeau. Yeah. Um, and right now, with Cooper Rush still playing for Dallas, that's the only you know team that they might not be a, a underdog in. But right now, I I like the way that schedule looks. They're playing great. A lot of it have to do with their offense. Um, and I, I think that I don't want to, I'm not considering to say that they're Super Bowl potential, but they're real. They're so real. Wow. they, they're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're very explosive. Yep. Uh, they, so good and bad. Cause I'm going to talk about both, uh, pretty much 24 points in the first three halves, uh, first half of the first three game. But then in those same games, uh, pretty much uh, fell to the the second uh, half. They barely scored, and uh, almost all those games was exactly scoreless in the fourth quarter. So now some of them they could be like, all right. Well, we had leads. Try to run the clock down, but at the end of the day, uh, that is an issue when you're that explosive in the first half and you can't seem. So you almost lose pretty much almost all your leads because you can't get nothing going. Um, good. I'll go ahead and go with uh, Jalen Hurts. Now, obviously, we don't know what that running game is looking like uh, for the Eagles. They still doing that kind of running by committee, trying to figure it out. Um, but when you got a good line and a very decent dual threat quarterback, I'm not going to say good. Um, well, I, wanna, I don't want to say very good, you know, because right now he's playing uh, above his stats. 100%. And do I think he's going to fall down a little bit? Yes, but not like a complete steep drop. But at the end of the day, he's only got one interception exactly. that was a bounce off someone's arms and one fumble that was a bad snap. Yeah, he's protecting the so ball. He, protecting the ball. He's protecting the ball, not turning it over, and that's not for lack of trying. He's making some good deep throws. Now, with three-fourths of the season left, those numbers are going to start to get bigger. You know, he's going to start throwing a few picks and running. He's going to cough it up. So that's why I said I don't want to just say he's all of a sudden going to fall off. But for what he's doing for the four, first four games, is actually amazing. Um, but that's not going to be sustainable. Like, just not at all. Fall back down to earth. <laughs> and, and, and I think his fall back down is still going to be better than a lot of quarterbacks yeah. this year. Like, I do think he's actively progressing. Um, not only did we see him progress from the last year to this year, um, but he's improving through each week. You see him uh, trying to be a better passer each week, and that's something that I I, I can appreciate. Um, so obviously, we still like I said, we got 13, 14 games to go, so <laughs> we're gonna see it exactly. Sure. Um, but what I do want to talk about the bad, and the one thing that obviously is gonna be their biggest Achilles heel is that defense. While it does tout some good names, um, that run defense, completely abysmal. Um, it's not like they're just like bad at stopping the run, um, but right now they're not even facing teams that are trying to run because they're leading most of those games, and they're still putting up bad stats, and that's why that's so bad. So just a small sample size, you're leading in most games, you're trying to run the clock, and teams are trying to pass, and you're still pretty much showing some of the worst pass or some of the worst uh, rush defense numbers in the league. That's not good. No, that's not. And now when you got to start coming to close games where you can't show up the clock, that's going to be a problem. You got to games where you don't have the lead and you can't stop the run, that's going to be a problem. Um, just, you know, like, then, like I said, when your offense can't score in the fourth quarter of those games, that's going to be a problem. Um, so it, it seems like they're doing a lot of good things, but there's a lot of, you know, it's four games. It's still early. I do think they're better than they were expected to be. Um, but with everything I just said, along with not really being able to perform that well in the red zone, they're not turning it over. Um, but they're just kind of middle tier with it. I do think that they're going to fall to the middle of the pack, but with, uh, with the Prescott's injury, they have a very, 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 very good opportunity to take the division this year. Yeah, they do. Now, it doesn't help that doesn't help that Rush is still playing good, and the Cowboys are still winning. Um, but we got a few more weeks without Dak. 
Um, so I think the Eagles at four and obviously with a good start. Um, they in a few weeks they do play the Cowboys, and I think that's gonna be a crucial game uh, to obviously who keeps first in the division. But I do think that for the first time in a few years they actually might have the chance to take the division. Um, and that's why I said I do think that they're serious to where everything might not be going well for them. Some things might be going bad for other teams, but they're gonna put up a fight. And I think they got enough talent around Jalen Hurts. And I think he really stepped it up this year. So I think they do got enough talent around him uh, to make some noise. Uh, maybe a first-round exit, depending on who they play in the NFC, 100%. Um, but I don't think anyone expected them to win the Super Bowl even after 4-0. Um, but I do think this 4-0 is a good indication that they might take the division and make some noise in the playoffs. So I do think that's serious because I think that's what like that's more than we expected at this point. So I do think that's serious because no one expected more like for them to go higher than that. So I I think that they're they're gonna be a great team to watch this year and they're gonna be serious contenders. And like I said, the way that schedule laid out, the Packers are the rolling team that I really see like. They definitely got an easy schedule. You're right about that. I uh took a look take a look at it a little bit ago and uh honestly they do gotta play Dallas twice, uh, and we'll see if Dak Prescott's gonna be back for those games. That might be a tough game for them, but I gotta agree with a lot of the points you made. Um a lot of people in the beginning of the year, you know, they were talking about, you know, uh, are they going to be able to throw the ball deep? You know, are mm-hmm. Carter knows next week the one tough game besides the Packers. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough game. And at this point, they're not even playing that's like a tough they, game. they should. Cardinals be. are not. Cardinals well, sorry, are definitely not. But yeah, I mean, other than like if the boys they play uh, game six, uh, week six with the Cowboys and. Cooper Rush is still playing, then I probably give him a shot to win that one. But I mean, as far as as far as uh, what the what Philly is doing, Jalen Hurts is definitely playing better than people expected him to. But I definitely expected this from the Eagles. I I had the Eagles winning this division. I said this in the beginning of the season. I thought they were going to win this division, and it was because of Jalen Hurts. I saw what he did the last six games of last year. He definitely stepped it up last season in the last six games. Um, you saw that he can he can actually play with this offensive line and with this team as long as the team is centered around him, and it pretty much is. They have a great running game, the best running game in the league, along with the best offensive line in the league, um, who, who who has been the best offensive line in the last two years. Um, and obviously, it's running back by committee. Like you said, Miles Sanders, they got Gaskin, they got obviously Hurts running it as well. So they got a set right there. Um, now, their receivers, what can we say about them? They got like two, probably the best duo right now. They're playing as the best duo right now, I would say. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, they're definitely playing, like, incredible right now. Um, both doing what they should be doing. And in the beginning of the season, a lot of people didn't think that Hurts was going to throw the ball deep. But as of right now, right. week four, he has the the most throws over 20 yards. So you can see that. As I was say, it's not for lack of trying. He's definitely throwing deep. <laughs> um, and, and you said it best. Like, he's bringing his turnovers down, which is a big thing for him. His turnovers are definitely coming down from last year. He fumbled it a lot last year, and this year he he's not, which is great. Um, if he's going to sustain that, I'm not sure because I do think I agree with you a little bit. I think those numbers are going to come down a bit. He is going to throw some more interceptions. He is going to fumble the ball a bit more. But as far as uh, him running and passing the ball, I think he's doing incredible what he's doing right now. I think the Eagles are definitely showing out. My only issue is if you're looking at their division, people used to call this division the NFC least and you got the Giants at three and one. You got the Cowboys at three and one, and obviously the Eagles at four and zero. Oh, so it's it's not a cakewalk to win this division. Even the Giants are like nope. fighting for it. I know the Giants are going to come back down to earth, um, but and and we'll see what happens with Cooper Rush in the next few games. But as far as the Eagles, I I do agree with you. They have an easy schedule ahead, and they could easily. I'm I'm not sure about them being undefeated like you. Um, by Thanksgiving, but I will say that they could easily only have one loss by Thanksgiving, you know, so I definitely see them. Yeah, because it's going to be Titans and uh, Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. yeah really? Much. I mean, I don't even trust the Titans that much, honestly. I, that, that's I what I'm thinking. saying. I don't trust the Titans. Until they get rid of Tannehill, boy, they can't get me to trust nothing. And that's what I said, up until the Packers. Well, I, was, I was thinking and, uh, like, uh, the Colts. I know the Colts have, have been very up and down this season, but they got a great running game. And uh, they're, the Philadelphia running defense, like you said, is not great. But um, I think that they could exploit that a bit. Yeah, no, I'm tripping, though. They play the Packers on Thanksgiving. 
It's they play the second game against the Cowboys on Christmas, right, on right. Christmas, and that's when Dak is back. So that's again, that's that's what it was. I got confused with dates. So yes, so I think they get undefeated until they play the Packers on Thanksgiving, and then that's going to be a real good test. And then after that, it's straight cakewalk again. I mean, the the Giants games aren't going to be cakewalk or the division games. games. They're, always they're always like three point uh, games. Exactly. Anymore, so you can never really. They're always going to be close. All those division games, but it's crazy. They're going to be playing the Giants week seventeen. Oh. So that'll be interesting. And the Titans game isn't until after the Packers. Mm. So you really got yeah, Cardinals, yeah, yeah. Cowboys, Steelers, yeah, Texans, Colts. Eagles, Colts, yeah. Packers. So you think Colts, um, I think Packers, and then maybe to the Cardinals, I would say, next week. At the end of the day, 4-0. Uh, right now, the Cardinals uh, are cutting for your head, and they might come out smoking on offense. But I will say this, though, about uh, Philadelphia, though. I know the first game, it looked like they had an incredible offense. The offense was running all up and down with Detroit. Um, Detroit just doesn't have a defense. That's why they're able to let so many points go. And they've been doing that for the last few games. But if you look at the last, you know, the last uh, three games that the Eagles played, they only scored three offensive touchdowns in each one of those games, and that that doesn't seem like a lot. That doesn't seem like a lot. You know that's what I mean? said. They get up by a lot, and then they can't keep the. They don't know how to keep the ball yeah. movement. So that's what I said. They're they're looking good, but there's a lot of yeah, red yeah, flags teams there. Come back. The teams are gonna start figuring Honestly, out even, exactly. Even the Jaguars, exactly. Came, the Jaguars almost came back on them. I was worried for a sec in that Philly game. No, exactly. That's why I said so. It's it's they got a lot of things good things going for them, but like I said, no way in hell they're a Super Bowl team. Um, but hey, they might get a real good chance to win that division. So that's definitely something I'm looking forward to watching yeah, that yeah, division, especially because we got to see if the Cowboys are gonna uh, let that come back. If I mean that they are, but we're gonna see how that plays out if if Cooper is well, playing so this good. This is a stat that I've heard uh, a lot of people talk about this stat before, but it's been 18 years where a different team has won the NFC East division. And this year might be the first year that a team goes back-to-back in the last 18 years because Philly won it last year, the division, and then if they won it this year, this, they will go back-to-back. So this will be interesting. It's always like a turnaround in that division. Everybody gets a chance to win. I know. I so know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, no. So obviously, as you can tell, there's a lot of interesting things happen in the NFL. Sure. We got a lot of uh, good Good games that's happened so far. Like we said, teams are playing above where they should. Teams that are underperforming. Some teams exactly where they are, but things are looking spicy. So we gotta definitely see how the rest of this uh, rest of this uh, year plays out. Uh, but obviously, you know, another reason why we're here is the who you got. So you already know what we're called. Exactly what we gotta do. Uh, we always go over the prime time games. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and go over uh, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night prime time. Right, week five is coming up ahead, and a lot of great matchups coming up. I know everyone wants to see their favorite team, but of course the primetime games are the games that everyone's going to be watching. And the one that's starting us out is Thursday night and it's going to be the Colts versus the Broncos. Now you got Matt Ryan, mm. who's who's honestly been playing okay for the Colts. Like you see, he's not turning the ball over much. Um, they've been very up and down. Their defense uh, has a lot of issues. Um, and, and a team like the Broncos, obviously they've been up and down as well. Their, their problem is their offense. So what do you see in this game? Who do you see winning this game? Who you got for this one? Broncos versus, versus Colts. Oh man. Well, so hard because both of them are so bad. <laughs> um, listen, both Denver and Indy honestly entered the season with high expectations. Yeah. Um, but they're not looking too good for both of them. Colts are one two and one with the only win being a surprise one against uh the Chiefs. And Broncos are two and two and honestly haven't been able to find any stride with Russell Wilson. Not at all. <laughs> trouble with them. So base they really are. Um so both teams are 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 pretty much bringing forth a top notch defense, um, allowing very few yards. Um, but the problem is both teams is also bringing forth uh, bottom of the barrel offense. Um, I think the Colts are putting up a league worse 14.3 points a game. While the Broncos are only two spots better at 
no way of scoring the ball for for two teams that have so much offensive firepower. It just seems like they don't know what they're doing. Uh, pretty much when you got two stout defenses, two offenses that can't move the ball, um, and well, one of them got a better running back, but the other one technically got a better quarterback. Um, pretty much the difference is going to be turnovers. Um, Indy might have that edge. Um, they actually have a little bit of a better defense. I think they got nine turnovers um, in the first four games, uh, while the, uh, Denver has only four. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I, I wanted to give the edge to Indy, but like Broncos, even without Javante, still have more offensive firepower. Uh, with Russell, a few better receivers, and a still a decent uh, running back. And it seems like Indy only has Jonathan Taylor. Um, and obviously he's going to have a good game, but he's been having a good season, and they still only put up two touchdowns a game. So that, that they can't win games like that, you know. So I am going to go Broncos 24-17. Nice, 24-17. Good score. Um, what about you? Who you got? So, I mean, it's going to be interesting if uh, the Broncos could even score 24 for me, though, because they've been one of the only teams to, to not go over uh, – 20, or sorry, they're the they're the only team that only won over twenty six one time this year. So, uh, only team in the league that that won over twenty six once. The uh, Broncos are. But what's interesting to me is one thing that you said, um, you know, about about Russell Wilson, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Williams, or sorry, Javante Williams. Excuse me. Um, so, Jonathan Taylor, he's supposed to be the better back in this game, right? He's supposed to be the best back in this game. But honestly, Javante mm-hmm. Williams is playing better than. Jonathan Taylor is this year. Oh, yeah. Jonathan. Jonathan um, and it sucks because Javante is yeah, out, he's though. He's out this year, which is going to be tough for him. And now they say, got yeah. but, he can step it up. But, but, but honestly. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor is better on paper, but he hasn't been living up to. He was, he's literally supposed to be, especially with Derrick Henry's injury, he was supposed to be RB1 for the whole league yep, this whole year. And if you look like, at fantasy. But into the league. You know what I'm saying? It's just fantasy, people's projection after what he had last year. It, obviously, like I said, Derrick Henry. Um, a lot of people also expected a lot from Austin um, Eckler. Um, but when it comes to what we expected, that coach offensive line and picking up Matt Ryan, like a lot of people expected yeah. a lot more from Jonathan this year. That's for sure. And honestly, they have the uh, really low ru- rushing numbers um, right now. They're not looking good. They're actually 26th in the league in rushing, which is very surprising. But. The one thing that's crazy, if you're looking at Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan, honestly, Matt Ryan is having the better year right now than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's throwing the lowest yards per average. Uh, or actually, he's 20, or 31st out of 33 quarterbacks at yards per throw. Um, and Matt Ryan is top 10 quarterback right now. If you're looking at just the stats, he's literally the 10th quarterback in the league as far as uh, passing numbers. So Matt Ryan is able to pass the ball, and the Colts are not able to run the ball. And what Denver is able to do, they're able to run the ball, but Russell Wilson's not able to pass the ball. So I think that this game is going to be basically defenses playing each other. They're going to be stacking the boxes um, on the, on Jonathan Taylor. So they're going to they're going to try and make Matt Ryan throw it. And I do think that Denver is going to get a few picks on Matt Ryan. Um, but I think that Matt Ryan's going to come out and throw three touchdowns on him. I think somehow, some way, they just have better receivers on the outside. Pittman is is looking good, even though Jerry Jerry's on the other side with Denver. He's still young, and I think that he still needs time with Russell Wilson. You see that Russell Wilson, he has no time in the pocket, and even though he likes to throw it fast, he's not able to in this in this offense right now. And I don't see them really moving the ball that much. I do think that the Denver defense is stout, though. They got they got some some linebackers that could really you know. Do their do work in there, but I, I just think that as of right now, with Pittman on the outside for the Colts and uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to get a few yards. I think this might be his first hundred yard mm-hmm. game this year uh, against mm-hmm. a bad defense. Um, it's a, a bad like outside defense because Jonathan Taylor likes to run on, on the outside. I do think that the Colts are going to take advantage of that. I do think it's going to be a lower scoring game though, and it's going to be twenty four to um, nine or sorry twenty four to seventeen. I'll say. 24-17 Colts. So same score, just Colts. Yeah, yeah, basically. Because I had 24-17 Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah, no. Uh, both of them are going to struggle to put. T- yeah, they're going to struggle to put touchdowns on a board. Pretty much, no more than three. Yeah. 
no more than three each for each team. Um, and that's lucky. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a tough defensive matchup, though. And it's going to be a good good game in between the lines. You know, definitely going to be a... Uh, uh, it's going to be a good game I to watch. I'm definitely excited. I think it's going to be close, and I think both both of these teams need a win to stay competitive. Obviously, the the yes. Colts are still in in their division. You know, they have an easy chance to, you know, go up in that division. That they're at one, two, and one, two, and one, exactly. And obviously, Denver is the one that's really like looking up at their division with. Uh, they need the help. We already talked about the Raiders and what they're doing, but obviously, Chargers and then the Chiefs are balling out. So. I think that the Broncos definitely need the help if they want to stay in it. Um, but for me, it's, it's just going to – I do think that the Colts just have a slightly better offense as of right now, so I think that they're going to take it. But that's going to be a, a great a great matchup to watch. Um, and and that takes us – Great way to start the week exactly. off. Exactly. And then, obviously, we got those Sunday games that a lot of people want to see. They, they got your favorite teams on Sundays. I know my team is hopefully can get a win next week. The Rams, hopefully they get a win. But let's talk real quick about a team in the AFC North, uh, two teams. We got the Bengals. Oh, yeah. They started out bad, and now we're starting to you know come back into their own. And then the Ravens, who actually looked really hot early in the season, started out amazing and then just had a tough loss to the Bills. What do you expect from You got to love Divisional yeah, matchups. It's going to be a great divisional matchup. Probably going to be a close game, but who you got for this one? This is going to be a great one. Lamar Jackson versus Joe Burrow. Oh, man. I I think that the AFC North has some of the best matchups uh, besides the, the NFC East when it comes to really knowing how to play each other. Um, those divisional matchups are really good. Um, I think uh, it's going to be even better this year because both teams are, are looking like, yeah, One's two and two. Well, they're both two and two. One, one, one and one, one and one. Um, and obviously, the Bengals didn't start off too good. Uh, but at the end of the day, they could have been four and zero. Uh, when it comes to what the same thing, losing games by by this close. Um, so I think they're starting to pick things up. Um, I don't. I I know people. Really shitting on Lamar for his performance against uh, the Bills, but he was literally damn near the best quarterback in the league for three weeks. He had one somewhat bad game, and I don't even say somewhat bad game. Like he has that that pick in the in the in the end zone was a little was rough. Bad, that was that was really. But besides that, yeah, it wasn't the best day. It was cold out he, there. It was slightly rainy as well. But it, Josh know, Allen had a horrible exactly. first. Like they, they both, both had been. average games. They're both above average players who had average games. And if you literally take away that pick in the end zone, Lamar Jackson played a good yep. game. Good point. And then, so for me, he's still looking like he, he he's looking. And at this point, oh, four weeks in, five weeks in, uh, we eventually got to have the conversation on, on whether or not the Ravens messed up by not giving him that money because your boy is balling out right now. Um, so basically, worry, gonna get paid. it's going to come down. Paid, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's going to come down to which team kind of wants it more. I know that's for every team, but basically, uh, it's going to come down to forcing the pass for the Ravens and getting into that pocket for Joe. Um, obviously the Achilles heel for Bengals is, is that offensive line. And while <clears throat> the same, the same defense that put, uh, Buffalo on hold and was making Josh Allen look like he was running for his life only got to uh, Joe Burrows one time. So that O-line finally looked like it was supposed to by keeping and protecting the quarterback. And the Bengals scored 27 points. And some of their receivers, while obviously they were pay paying a lot more attention to Jamar, T. Higgins, T. Higgins ball, went yeah, off. Went off. So finally, it seemed like Joe was comfortable in that pocket. And like I said, besides uh, last, last week against the Bills, Lamar Jackson has been looking prolific on offense. Uh, he's been trying to pass the ball more, and last last week we finally got uh, a running back from Baltimore to step up and stake their claim as that number one running back. We all knew it was J.K. Dobbins, but he finally yeah. showed that I, I can be that person. So that that's good yeah, too. The first you know? game back uh, in over almost like six hundred days. First game since he's played. Exactly. Exactly. So, so we knew that you know he had that talent, but at the end of the day. 
uh, Akers came back and he ain't looking too good. So we didn't know what to expect. So JK came in and was looking fantabulous, man. Um, you just so pretty fantabulous, much like fabulous and fantastic. Fantabulous. I like yes, that. I like yes, that. I like that. that. <laughs> I like that word. I'm gonna yes. start using that. <laughs> I I've been saying that for so many years. I didn't even I realize like, that. like that's like that's how I say that word. I'm gonna yeah, give yeah, it. Yeah. He definitely plays fantabulous. Um, <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> um, but same thing with the Ravens. They could have been four and as yep. well. Uh, very close games. Uh, so I think this is gonna be a explosive mm-hmm. offensive matchup. Um, and it's crazy as it sound. I really want to go with the Ravens, um, but pretty much I can't because the Ravens' Achilles heel is their pass defense. And if you just let Joe get any time in that pocket, he's about to destroy that secondary. And at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson and Ravens are not built to come back from behind. Mm. So while I think it's going to be a very close game, I have to give the edge to the Bengals. Um, obviously, one's coming off a hot win. The other one's coming off a close loss. I think the Bengals are finally trying to f- find their stride. And while obviously the Ravens are already doing what they're supposed to do, um, I do think that that secondary has a little bit of issues covering those receivers. So I'm going to give it a Bengals win 27-24. That's a good, that's a good score. And I really wanted to choose the Ravens. Yeah, you but... know what's crazy? So um, when I first you know heard that they were playing this week, I saw that this was going to be one of the matches we were going to talk about. I was excited to talk about it, but at first, my first thought was Ravens all the way. Like, Ravens going to take it. The way yeah. that uh, the Bengals were playing the first few games, like, they didn't look great. Obviously, they've been they've been coming back a little bit, and we talked about them a few weeks ago. We we saw that they were 0-2, and we, we asked the question, if they're if they're a bust this year or in trouble. trouble. And we both said that I think they, they're, they're actually going to take some strides and make it back into the division. And you see right now, Cleveland, the Bengals, and the Ravens are tied in that division at 2-1-2. Two two. Whoever wins this game is going to be the top dog in that division because they're going to have the tiebreaker as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you made a great point about the the Ravens' secondary. They have a terrible secondary. Terrible. I know the Bills didn't really exploit that in their game, but I do. Because they actually made uh, Josh Allen uncomfortable. They definitely put pressure on Not them. to mention... So I'll be honest, two two of Josh Allen, uh, the, it was a lot of uh, uh, swats like that. That D line found a way to get their hands up, and and Josh Allen, I'll be honest, he, he finally looked human yesterday. Yeah, they they found a way to to put apply pressure, but there was a lot of drop drop balls, yeah. him underthrowing receivers. Like for me personally, that first though. half, like I said, was the. And that's what it was, the pressure. Um, but if you got receivers like Jamar and, and Higgins, that's going to be a different story. And that's story. where I was going to go with that. I think that they are going to ball. I, I do see Jamar, Jamar Chase balling out in this game. T. Higgins, maybe not that much. He's going to take a step down from last week. He was the number one guy last week. I think Jamar is going to be the number one guy this week. I also see uh, C.J. Uzoma getting a touchdown this week, the tight end, because the Ravens really don't play good against tight ends. They're one of the worst teams, actually, against the tight end position um this year and i do think that joe burrow is gonna take a step up now i agree with you i think it's gonna be a shootout i have a little bit higher score than you um but i do think it's gonna be a shootout and at first i was gonna pick the ravens but because i was looking at this game closer and i saw the secondary issues that the ravens are having and and really uh we we really haven't seen jk dobbins take off like he he definitely showed that he's gonna be the number one guy but he hasn't taken off yet um as far as they have the liability of not letting him run more than 15 times next week because Lamar Russia is more than that. Like that's the problem that, with any that's Ravens. That's their only issue back. with him, though. With with J.K. Dobbins, he's still like getting into the rotation. You know, he's still coming off his injury, so they're still gonna wait for him to get in early. And with the other guys, they just didn't have a top guy. You know, J.K. Dobbins is a he's a three down back. Like we were talking about three down backs earlier, he is that type of dude. But I think they're gonna let him go in early. I think that Lamar is going to get over 100 yards rushing in this game, but that's not going to be enough. It's going to be a close game for me, but I got this one um, 31 to 35 with the Bengals coming out and uh, winning it with a two-minute drive in the end and then the Ravens having a chance and the Bengals getting the pick at the end. Oh, wow. That's 
Oh wow, that's it's very detailed. detailed. I know, but I do see that. But you've been you've been listening to that so Raven? What the hell? <laughs> nah, I just I think that I know, right? man, seen it to the future. <laughs> Every play, like I'm gonna break it down. They're gonna run to the left, and then they're gonna pass a little slant. But well, you let me know before the game starts, right? right? So I can make a little money. Look at that fourth quarter, I'm telling you, they're gonna. There's definitely gonna be some high odds for the for the Ravens at the end, but <laughs> nah. I I just think that it's gonna be a close game where they're gonna be going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then the last team to have the ball is gonna have a chance. But that I think that the Cincinnati defense is gonna step it up at the end, and we'll see what happens with that game. But it's gonna be a great great matchup, honestly, one of the best matchups of the week, I would say, probably the game of the week, even though both of these teams are at two and two. Um, it, it's a big game for both of these teams, and they're both trying to stay up in that division. So, um, another another team is trying to stay up in their division, though. Playing the top dog in their division are the Raiders, and the Raiders got a tough matchup on Monday night. Monday night football, you got the Raiders versus mm-hmm. the Chiefs, and this is gonna be a big game. Big game. Obviously, we were talking about the Raiders earlier, but what do you expect from the Raiders in this game, and who you got in this one? So um, both these teams kind of in the opposite direction, trying to find their way to even ground. Ravens finally got their first win over the Broncos. Uh, like we said, Josh Jacobs finally looked good. 170 yards, 175 scrimmage yards uh, with two touchdowns. Um, Chiefs still taking care of business like they should. Uh, 41-31 win over the uh, Buccaneers. Uh, Mahomes threw for three touchdowns, and the team themselves put up almost 200 yards on the ground. Uh, so that's not even normal for them. But they're just looking like they just they're doing what they're supposed to do. I think they found uh, obviously the back Raiders. Over there, Panchero. Exactly. Panchero. Yeah, they they really found a way to hit stride on all three elements of the ball. Um, so right now, Raiders really need to win. Um, Divisional game, and we—it's crazy because there's a lot of good divisional primetime games this week. Uh, Las Vegas is one and eight against Kansas City, uh, pretty much since uh, the last few years. And pretty much, yeah, Yeah. pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, last year, they pretty much got outscored um, by like thirty points a game. Um, So it wasn't even good games. Um, And not to mention, this is that Arrowhead where the Chiefs barely lose. So. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, I think that Mahomes is going to go off. I think we also see uh, Travis Kelsey have a great game. Um, I do think Josh Jacobs also has a great game. But at the end of the day, um, the Chiefs got too many offensive weapons. Juju uh, Smith is starting to come into his own. And he's going to pretty much go off against the Las Vegas secondary, him and Kelsey. Um, and like you said, 189 yards last week. They have, they're finding some something to work in the backfield. So I'm going to give it a Chiefs win, uh, 31-21. Yeah, honestly. Who about you? you? Who you got? Chiefs this year, they're scoring like crazy, number two in points this year. They found another running back. You're right about that. Panchero is that dude. Like I, I watched him in college a little bit, and I even in the preseason he was balling out. I really like what he's doing and along with the uh, Edward Solaire in there I do think they, they found another guy um to replace Kareem Hunt honestly um he's definitely that that style of guy that's a more of a cutback runner um and I, I do agree with you that Juju Smith-Schuster is definitely stepping it up I didn't think he was gonna this year I'll be honest I thought that he wasn't gonna play as good as he is and he's playing better than, than my expectations I thought Miko Hartman was gonna take that number one role, but it looks like Juju Smith-Schuster is, mm-hmm. is going to be that number one guy, at least for now, um, until they figure it out. But, you know, as far as them scoring points, they're doing it both on offense and defensive side of the ball. Um, we talked about the Raiders' issues. You know, they definitely had some tough games this year. They played a lot of close games, though, and I I think that this could be another one. This could be another close game, honestly. You saw what the Colts did to uh, to the Chiefs and the way that the Colts were able to really, you know, bring the Chiefs down in points and win that game is Jonathan Taylor was actually able to, you know, hold the ball down, get four yards of carry, and they were able to get first downs like that. I think that... Yeah, but Colts got top six defense. Yeah, that's a good point. Don't. That's a good point. I, I do agree with you there. I definitely agree with that. Um, I, I think that, you know, the secondary is going to be an issue. You know, are they going to be able to stop, you know, Mahomes throwing the ball all over? That's going to be an issue for sure, and especially those deep throws. Are they going to be able to stop Kelsey? I'm not sure about that, but I do think that if they're able to hold the ball a lot longer, 
and uh, start start getting like some longer drives of like you know ten plays, twelve plays. Even if they don't get a touchdown at the end of it, if they get some field goals, I think that's definitely going to help out for the Raiders. Um, now they are playing at Arrowhead, and that's going to be a problem, big issue, big issue. But this is a divisional mm-hmm. game, and I actually don't think that the Chiefs are going to score as high because I think Josh Jacobs is going to he's going to be able to slow down the offense and slow down their defense too as well, and make sure the the time possession is on the Raiders' side. So for that reason, I honestly got this one uh, 20, uh, 22 to 19. I got it a weird score. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's a very low score. Uh, so both teams just put up 30, 40, 30 points, and now they're playing two teams that don't have defenses in each yeah, other. So true. I think they're both putting at least 20 points up. But I think that the Chiefs are going to take a little lead, and the Raiders only put up 21 because they're going to force a throw. And we all know Derek Carr can't be relied on to win a game. Mm-mm. Yeah, that Mm-mm. you got a point. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be tough for them, but I just think that with with the running game, they're definitely gonna be able to slow down a little bit, slow down the game, try to get like thirty six to thirty eight minutes of possession time, and not get Patrick Mahomes the ball. Honestly, just keep it away from his hands. That's yeah, that's the best strategy you can do. I mean, for the Chiefs, that is the best yeah. strategy. Keep and, them out, and that's gonna be it for the. For the football games in week five, we went through three big games this week that are they're gonna make a lot of difference. And in this game as well, like like we said, the Raiders need that game because the Chiefs are a top dog right now. And then you still got you know the Broncos at two and two and the Chargers at two and two, who are still looking promising. So the Raiders definitely need this game. The Chiefs need to stay, take this game to stay at the top place right now. And if you look at the NFL rankings overall, the Chiefs are ranked in the power rankings number one so they want to keep oh, yeah. that ranking that offense that offense is just it's so true, but it's surprising you would think that a 4-0 team and the eagles would be but you know i i gotta give it to you know a lot of people still because only one team is expected to go to the super bowl yeah i mean they're they're expected to that's true but you got to look at what's in, what's there not what you're expecting to do you know as far as power rankings that's how right. i feel about power rankings but you know i can see why they would uh because you know the Chiefs had a chance to to win that game against the Colts too, so I could see why they could they could exactly. See that. But I, I definitely agree with you about that game. Definitely agree with you on some great matchups, and we want to thank you guys for listening in on this episode. It's been a great episode talking about week week four and week five. We talked about a lot of cool things about the Raiders. We went into detail about you know obviously uh, talked a little bit about the Cowboys as well. We talked uh, about. Uh, the Bills, we talked about the Eagles, you know, we definitely got into it, you know, about a lot of different teams. So comment below if you guys want to, you know, talk about your favorite team. Let us know what you think about this episode. If you want to let us know about the matchups ahead, see who's going to win. Who do you guys think are going to win? Make sure you guys comment below and click that like button right now and make sure you guys subscribe to us so we can keep putting out this great content for you guys. Also, if you guys want to check out our Patreon, please make sure you go ahead and do that. We got some cool merch for you guys out there. Also, if you want to ask us other questions or some general support, please go there. And if you just want to listen to us, maybe you're on a drive at work. Maybe you're just on a long trip and you just want to put on, you know, a nice little podcast. Check us out. We got podcasts. We're everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, honestly. Also, make sure you check us out on our personal pages, Instagram.com slash the iconic dude and mellow is at Mellow the Notorious. Right. And also, if you guys want to check out other social media stuff, please go ahead. Yes, and you already know we love the fan interaction. So keep commenting. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Give us some topics. Give us your takes. Uh, we definitely got a lot of good stuff planned. And you already know we're here every Tuesday, 830. Uh, NFL episode, man. Hot topics and, and going over who you got for the primetime games. So catch us every week, and we hope to keep catching you. Again, appreciate you guys watching another episode of Who You Got With. Mello. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.